Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And welcome, and welcome to the Toddcast, featuring the number one Toddcaster in America, number one, Todd Orndorff, number one. What's up, what's up, good evening to you, this is Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast, coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact, and I am back home. And I am so happy to be back home here in central Pennsylvania. But before we get to the show, my name is Todd Orndorff. I'll be your party host for this evening. And I gotta tell you about what you guys did for me this week. Most in particular, Sunday. Sunday, I got 650 plus downloads on Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast. I cannot believe it. I am stoked, so excited. You guys blew it up. And because of that, we just found Facebook. If you go in, well, didn't just find it, obviously. <laughs> but if you now go on Facebook and you type in Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast, we have a page. Make sure to go give it a like. Make sure you go give it a review. Comment on what you like about my show. If you don't have Facebook and you want to talk to me about my show, if you want to ask me some questions, all you got to do is go to Twitter, T.O. on the Toddcast, or shoot me an email on the Toddcast at gmail.com. Make sure to go check out the website, www.toddorndorfonthetoddcast.podbean.com. Also, personal Instagram. You can have my personal Instagram account, folks. Living for the hunt, L-I-V-I-N, the number four, the hunt. Living for the hunt on Instagram. Come check it out, post Crazy videos all the time. This is the Toddcast. Where do we begin? How about right here? Right now! Why does he always yell when he says now? I just got back from a crazy trip from Salamanca, New York at Seneca Allegheny Casino for the York Penn Sportsman Show. My last episode, I aired two interviews that I did. And this week, I'm going to air two interviews as well. But when I was up there... I thought only I would be doing the interviews. It's kind of funny and kind of strange. Somebody wanted to interview me on the show. Kind of funny. And I think I'm going to start off the show with the interview of me done by this lady who introduced herself to me. She introduced herself as Bertha Boom Boom Bowers. Yes. Boom Boom Bowers is going to be... Interviewing me today on the show before I hit up the two other interviews, so here we <laughs> go. Here comes, here, the, comes boom. the boom! Here comes, here the, comes boom. the boom! Boom, boom, boom! Hello, Todd. How was? How are you enjoying the show so far? 
Actually, Boom, do you mind if I call you Boom? Um, I'm enjoying it really good, uh, a lot actually. This was the first time I've ever been here. And I haven't really heard much about it because of where I'm from. I don't know how much advertising happens in Central PA. But I found out about it. Loved that I'm here. And uh, how long have you been here? I want to ask a question. I want to ask you a question, Miss Boom. Boom. No, I don't think that's all right. This is my show now. This is the Boomcast. You will not ask me any questions. I ask you the questions. This is how it's going to go. But I'm glad to hear that you're having a good time. Next question is, are you single? Do you need a woman? Whoa, <laughs> okay, not wasting any time here, I guess. Um, depends on who's asking, to be honest with you. If it's you, I'm married for 17 years, 12 and a half kids. Don't ask about the half, it's a sad subject. But anyhow, this is a sports podcast. It used to be a sports show, Todd. Now it's Lover's Lane on the Boomcast, and you're first up. So, do you need a woman? Uh, this is a sports podcast. Do you have anything... Oh my goodness gracious. Do you have anything sports-related that you would like to ask me? I'll be more than happy to talk sports with you, Boom. Boom. No, I don't, and I don't like your attitude right now, but... I gotta go. Fortunately for you, I gotta leave, and now you can think about me. I gotta go. Goodbye. We'll do this again another time. Oh, um, okay. Uh, well, I guess pleasure meeting you. Um, doing this again, yeah, I'll think of you. What? She just left. She just, <laughs> she just walked out the door. I didn't even get to say, okay, uh, goodbye, wherever you went. Wow. This was a weird... <laughs> this was such a... What just happened here? That was the interview with Bertha Boom Boom Bowers. I can't even believe I put that on here. I wasn't going to put it on because it's absolutely ridiculous. And there was absolutely nothing accomplished with that interview. But if I have to live with that happening, I might as well share it with you guys. So I hope you appreciate that very odd, very unique... Very strange interview that I had with a lady named Bertha Boom Boom Bowers. It was one of the most odd and weird experiences I've ever had. But now, what do you say we get to a few good experiences? Right now, I'm going to play for you my interview with Leo's Argo. You can find them on Facebook. Leo's All-Season Vehicles. Great guy. He would. I can just tell right now, just from talking to him when I was doing the interview with him, that he would be an awesome guy to do business with. And I'm not just saying that to put him over just because I interviewed him. You can just tell he's a legit good guy. And if you guys are looking for all-terrain vehicles, extreme-terrain vehicles, check out Leo's Argo. Hit him up on his website. Hit him up on Facebook. And tell him that you heard him on the podcast. He would really appreciate that. He was very interested in what podcasts are. He had never heard of a podcast, but he was really intrigued by the idea. So, if you guys like going out, you like getting muddy, go on over to Leo Zargo on Facebook. Check him out and see what he's got going on. My name is T-O-Double-D, and I just spoke with Leo. At Leo's Argo, you can drive them through the mud. 
You can drive on through the hood and say it's all good, it's all good. And I just spoke with Leo and Leo's Argo. Todd Orndorff here with Leo's Argo Extreme Terrain Vehicles. We are here in Salamanca at Seneca Allegheny Casino. Done quite a few interviews so far. It's been pretty fun, pretty exciting. So far I did Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. I've done Patriot Plaques, which will be on this episode. And as well as top flight sport fishing. But right now we're going to talk about all-terrain vehicles. And I'm here with Leo. Leo, tell me about your product. Tell the people about your product. Well, Todd, we sell amphibious machines that are good for all-season application, whether it's fishing, ice fishing, hunting, up to 10 feet of snow, or swamp or marsh. So we got the vehicle to get you in and out. Now, I was going through your book here that you gave me, and there are quite a bit of vehicles, actually. I was unaware of this. With my childhood and where I grew up, I didn't have the ability to have anything like this, or if I did, to take it anywhere. It's just where I grew up. But I was checking out your XT models. I'm not going to lie. That thing looks freaking beastly. They go into 10 feet of snow, you said? Uh, that's correct. Last year when Buffalo had 9 to 10 feet of snow, a few of my machines were deployed to uh, rescue people and to get them to facilities for safety. For the rescue, was that through the fire department? Yeah, that's correct. Fire departments have been a, a strong advocate of the uh, the products the last couple of years, their adversity through water and snow and whatever Mother Nature throws out there, uh, the Argos can can forward through it. I'm looking at the Centaur, the XT models, and the 750 HDIs, as long as the EFIs, the Frontier, and the 650 HD out of these. I want to know, because I'm kind of curious myself, because I like the XT models. Which one's your personal favorite? Well, I personally own the HDI. We've taken it on uh, moose trips, fishing trips, Canada, New York, Maine, New Hampshire, Ohio, PA, and New York. But um, it's a versatile machine. It fits in the back of a pickup. It'll haul four to six adults, and it'll get you in and out. So you said the HDIs, and I'm looking at it, and is that a gun holder in the front that I see? Um, the front is actually a uh, steering. That's a steering mechanism. They do offer front rack, rear rack, and gun racks for uh, all the product lines now as different options and accessories. How fast do these things go? On land, 20 to 25, and in the water, 3 to 5 on their own. And you could put up to a 10-horse outboard motor on the back. Well, that's pretty awesome, pretty exciting. Okay, I say that I got a few buddies back home who are into this, which I do. I have quite a bit, so I'm glad that I actually have you on because I hope I can help you out here. What's the website I can go to to, to maybe pass the word on to some buddies and get you some business? All right, so it's leosargo.com is my uh, webpage, and Leo's All Season Vehicles is my Facebook. I've been trying to get my uh, weekly inventory on my Facebook, and hopefully we'll get that online next week. But um, we have constant new inventory coming and going, uh, trade-ins, and we have um, some new product releases like the Scouts, and they're a a complete camo um, package unit. And we also offer the two-wheel drive Rokon. U.S. made. We are at a sportsman show, and we're talking about we're talking about Argo. But you mentioned something that I'm actually interested in personally. You said you went on a moose hunt. Where was your moose hunt? Where's, were you successful? What were you using? Did you have any encounters? Any kind of scary encounters? Those things are vicious. Well, we've been going to the same camp in Quebec for about 30 years now. Um, the first two trips were Argo-less, and then we started incorporating the Argos into the trips for fishing. We do one week of fishing and one week of moose hunting. 
We set up our stands. We scout. Um, we do a few uh, beer drinking sessions, fires, and, and uh, you know, hiking. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's being out in the nature for two weeks, and there's no cell phone. So that's what makes it even nicer. Oh, that sounds awesome. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm extremely jealous for two reasons. One, I love the country of Canada. Um, I spent three summers there myself playing baseball. And uh, I got to travel all around uh, Ontario, St. Catharines and all that stuff. But you mentioned Quebec. I got a little problem with Quebec because uh, I actually lost a championship game to Quebec one time in the tournament up there. But I think it's awesome that you went up there. I'm extremely jealous. And make sure you guys go check out Leo's Argo. Make sure you find him on Facebook. Make sure you hit up the websites. Tell them that you heard them on the podcast. That's pretty exciting. This thing's blowing up. This is the second day. And in a three-hour time span, we've gotten about 150-plus downloads just in three hours. We're promoting the show. We're promoting the people. And we're promoting people like Leo Zargo. So thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Todd. Thanks for having me. And uh, looking forward to talking to anybody. Has any questions, just go ahead and shoot me, a, shoot me an email or hit me with the Facebook. All right. That is Leo Zargo. That interview with Leo was really awesome because... When he was done, he sat around for like 20 minutes just talking about the show, talking about podcasting. He was so curious about podcasting, and it was a great time. He just sat around, shot the breeze a little bit, talked a little bit about podcasting, what it is, what it's about, how you do it, how I got into it, which I should probably get into, which I will get into here. So I've always been a fan of talk radio. So I've always been a fan of talk radio. I grew up listening to Jim Rome and Dan Patrick. All these great sports. All these great sportscasters. And I've I've always just been intrigued with it. Every time I would be with my dad... It's like the music would be off and it would be talk radio. It would be sports talk radio, sports talk radio, sports talk radio. And I fell in love with it. I really did. I always thought that I had the personality to do radio. But I had was set I had one setback. And the setback is hits home with me because I've dealt with it all my life. Believe it or not, I stutter. I've been stuttering since I was two years old. A little info about me here, folks. I've been stuttering since I was two years old. But the cool thing about podcasts compared to live radio for someone who stutters is when you do a podcast, you can edit. Now, every interview that I've done so far, I've been pretty comfortable with the people. I haven't really stuttered all that much. Every now and then, I'd have to edit something out so I didn't sound all goofy. But so far, things have been going pretty good with my speech when it comes to the podcast, especially when I'm doing sections like this. In between interviews, there's no one around. I got no one to bother me. Got no background noise. It's just me in my Yeti Blue Snowball microphone. Maybe have a drink here with me. Maybe drinking out of my Yeti 30 Rambler. Just in peace, which really helps. But the reason why I podcast is because I can edit. It's nice to go back. It's nice to hear yourself talk fluently 
via the podcast when in real life often is very hard to find yourself having a conversation with somebody and not going da 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 or my name is Todd. It was really stressful growing up. It was really hard, as you can imagine. School was difficult. There was a bunch of jerks, a bunch of a-holes I had to deal with. But it made me stronger, and it made me come out of my shell, I guess I want to say. Because now I have the inner strength and mental strength to be able to do a podcast, have confidence with a podcast, have confidence to interview random strangers who I just met and maybe will never see again. So that's a little bit about me and why I do podcasting. I love sports. I love the outdoors. I love meeting people. And this gives me the ability to do something that I've always wanted to do. Do some sort of radio, whether it's live, that ain't, well, if it's live, that's really not going to happen, but if it's through the internet, it can stay there forever. That was actually one of the reasons why Leo and Patriot Plax, who you're going to hear, were so intrigued with the idea of podcasting, and one of the reasons why I love podcasting, I listen to podcasts every single day of my life. I listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin. He has two podcasts a week. I listen to them. They come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. I listen to Jim Ross's podcast, The Ross Report, that comes out on Wednesdays. I listen to Talk is Jericho, Chris Jericho's podcast, that comes out Wednesdays and Fridays. Every single week, I download them. I encourage you guys to download mine. Because if there's some sort of content that you like, you don't have to go back through the archives and try to search... Maybe listen to a little bit of this one, find out it's not the one that you really want to hear. But if you download the episodes, it stays on the device which you downloaded it on until you decide to delete it. I have over 304, well I have about, I have about 314 downloaded podcasts on my phone. And I listen to them over and over and over again. I just love it. I love the idea of being able to learn, being able to hear somebody's voice, hearing their perspective on life, on sports, on the news, on current events in the news. To me, it's just a fascinating tool. It's a fascinating way to reach out, communicate with people. And I'm very proud of the fact that I'm able to do this with the speech issue that I carry with me each and every day. So that is why I podcast... A little bit about me, now you know. Man, you guys are learning a lot about me. Learned I used to play ball in Canada. Learned I stutter. Learned I got my butt whooped in pro wrestling school. There's a lot to this. Ryan McKinney said in the episode 3, which I very much encourage you guys to listen to. If you like to laugh, make sure you listen to it. Ryan McKinney said when I asked him about my podcast, what he thought about it, to tell the world what he truthfully feels about it. He said that I need to tell some of my stories because I got some amazing stories. (laughs) That's what he said. And you know what? We'll do a little story time here real quick. We'll go back to the pro wrestling school. When I was in pro wrestling school, one of the things I had to do was referee a match. Let me tell you something, folks. If you think the referee is just standing there counting one, two, three, or counting the ten for a counter, let me tell you something. It is so far beyond the truth that it's easy. It's so far beyond easy, it's unbelievable. It is so hard. You will hear hear wrestlers themselves say that they hate being a referee because it's so hard. 
I had to referee this match. It was between a guy and a girl. Inside, it was uh, during one of the training sessions. Was not at a live event, and we had to do ten minutes. We had to go to ten minutes, and the guy had to put the girl over, so the girl was gonna win. And they were just working on some new moves and everything, and they wanted to see me get in there, so I get in. <laughs> And I was in the way of every move. Now, let me tell you something. I have studied pro wrestling more than I have studied in school. Yeah, that's pretty crappy to admit, but it's true. It's true. I study the art. I study the psychology, why people do things at this moment. Why somebody is here instead of there at this moment in time. I study that stuff so much, and it didn't even help me. I thought, when, when I walked in there, I was like, I got this. You know, I understand why they do some things, and I do. But I, rem- I, I remember this one moment in particular. I was so worried about not getting a three count in time. I wanted to make sure that I was all set for the three count. Tell the guys to go home, and here we go. So, this guy has this girl down on the mat. He did something to knock her down. I forget what it was. I think he threw her into the turnbuckle and clothesline her. If I recall, her head is almost underneath the ropes. This, she's laying on the ground. Her head is almost underneath the ropes. This man has his hands on the ropes, which you're not allowed to do longer than five seconds. And he has his foot on her throat. And she's there. She's, you know, kicking her feet around, blah, 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 screaming. And instead of break, instead of, there are two things wrong here. Because I went for the count. I started to count one, two, three. First of all, you're not allowed to have your hands on the rope, and you're not allowed to be stepping on somebody's throat. But I was so worried and wanted to do such a good Earl Hebner impression. I wanted to count to three better than anybody ever. Any, I wanted to count to three better than anybody ever has in the history of wrestling. And I got yelled at, I got scolded, I got called once again a stupid moron. Ugh. I really wish I would have been able to do some promos there. So that was my story. That was another one of my stories. That was another one of my stories. It was just crazy. It was just fun. Being in a wrestling ring, there's nothing like it. Especially if you're a fan. If you're a lifelong fan and you step between those ropes for the first time, then you look to your left, you look to your right, you look in front of you and behind you, there's nowhere to go because there's ropes. And you got somebody staring you down, snarling and foaming at the mouth, coming to take your head off. And the whole time you got to... And the whole time you got to think the way to counter this, how to get yourself over when you got people when you got people cheering for you, when you got people clapping their hands, you got to figure out a way to get over. And by over, I mean win the crowd over. Get people on your side. If you're a babyface, if you're a heel, man, you can be a rotten son of a gun, and it's one of the best feelings in the world is when you're in the ring and you're playing a is one of the best feelings in the world when you're in the ring playing a heel character. A bad guy. And you can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can cut people down whenever you want. That is one of the most greatest forms of therapy one could ever have. So that was just another story. We are about to get into my second interview. And let me tell you something. I am so proud and honored to have this company on my show. I have never heard of PatriotPlax.us in my life. 
have never heard of Patriot plaques. And I find that to be a shame. I wish everybody has heard of Patriot plaques. And I hope that everybody hears it through this podcast. That's how happy and proud to have them on that I am. That's how happy and proud I am to have them on. Patriot plaques is a company that shows incredible respect to fallen soldiers of our military. This is a sports-related podcast, but I'm hitting military, and I think everybody should at some point because the reason why I get to do stuff like this is because of the military. The reasons why you listen and get to do things that you do is because of the military. Because the young boys and the young girls who put their lives on the line for us, we get to do certain things. And this is my certain thing. There are many others that I have, I'm sure, as long as well as you listening. Patriot plaques. They get pictures of fallen soldiers and engrave their picture along with their name, their date of birth, and date of death. And they engrave them into these pieces of granite. That look so unbelievably good. It's unbelievable. These pictures. That are cut with a diamond blade. Into this granite. Is presented to families. And most of the time. They don't even know that they're being. Delivered. And most of the time. These families don't even know that this is happening. Somebody hand delivers them to their door. To reassure them. That hey. We are so sorry that you lost your son, or you lost your daughter, or you lost your husband, or you lost your wife, grandkids, whoever it may be. We are so sorry about that. But we want to present this to you so that you know that they were never forgotten. Patriot Plaques will often get names of people, find out information about them, get these, and just deliver to make families feel good in a time when they when they feel like they can never feel good again. So, to Scott Teller, my hat, sir, is so far off to you. So, to Scott Teller, my hat is off to you, sir. I am so proud and honored that I met you. I feel so thrilled that the word is getting spread through my show. So, thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen... Tip your cap to this man. Tip your cap to Patriot Plaques. This is my interview with this remarkable company. Alright guys, we're back for day two of the York Penn Sportsman Show in Salamanca, New York at Seneca Allegheny Casino. And I'm here with PatriotPlax.us. I know this is a sports show, but you gotta recognize the military when you can. And this is, and, 
And Patriot Packs is something that is worth talking about. If you look at their display here, what they are is a granite-engraved picture of fallen military. And with me right now is Scott, who... I'll edit that part out. We're good. And I'm here now with Scott, who's going to talk to you a little bit about his projects and what he does. Hi, Todd. Uh, we, uh, we have a program where we diamond cut a portrait. Uh, and we do it in the same granite as the wall. We put them in a maple frame. And we uh, display them at events such as this. Uh, we usually take them to four or five different events. And then we hand them off to the Patriot Guard or the Marine Corps League or the combat vets someone who is close to the family, and they deliver them for us. In the past, we've used law enforcement, we've used uh, Boy Scouts, we've used anybody that's close to the family uh, uh, to deliver these pictures. So, if you were to, okay, let's say you got a picture, and you're starting a project, can you walk us through the the steps from start to finish on on uh, how you create this incredible image for people? Yeah, uh, we, we actually, uh, as we travel around the country, we, uh, we put displays up at different events, and we, uh, we tap into those databases for those areas, and we, uh, we pull names out of those areas. So we do kids from all over the country, uh, and we um, we we try to um, we try to hit all areas. It, it's going to take a long time to do it because each one of these pictures, by the time we're done, we have about four days in in engraving the picture. So um, and and these are put into a maple frame, and they're the transportation of these pictures is really important because. Uh, if anybody that has ever seen the movie Pet Detective, yeah. uh, okay, uh, you know the the boxes, uh, you know they they don't get the best of care, and and we really have to package these things up really good, and when we send them around, um, we recently had a display up for the Harley Owners Group, the state of New York, uh, for the uh, for the state rally last year, and we had. Uh, I had a gentleman come through, and, and he's looking at one of the pictures, and he says, hey, he says, he, he says I, I knew that young man. I said, you did? I said, that young man was from Frisco, Texas. And he says, I am too. I said, wow, you took a wrong turn. And he said, no. He says, I, I, I actually, uh, he says, I, I, I took my family on a little road trip to, to around the country. He said, we had seven days, and we wanted to see how many states we could go through. And he says, when... When we stayed at the motel last night, I saw the Harley shop was open, so I walked through this morning to take a, a look, and, and here I saw this picture. He says, uh, that young man was from the community I'm from, and he says, I'm on the common council for that area. And he says, uh, I said, well, good, give me your card, because that's going to beat you home. I'm going to send that to your office, and you guys can deliver it for us. And he says, that's... He said, that's, Once again, that's perfect. Uh, we'll be doing door prizes well, throughout the day. when they delivered it to the family. participating in the show. Uh, any vendor donations are greatly appreciated. They're a big hit. I can it's take all this out. So out there that, that much more. So any, dona- any donations, please bring up to the door prize table by the northwest entrance exit to the main hall. Thank you. 
so um, they delivered the picture to the family, and uh, the family couldn't believe that somebody at uh, 1,500 miles away would know about their son. said, wow, you know what? We care about every one of them. We care about them every day of the year, not just one. So uh, that's our story, and, and our shop is called Area 52. So we, uh, we, we got a little, uh, a little steel building that we do our work in, and, and these, uh, these pictures do go all over the country. And uh, 99% of the time, the family never knows they're going to get it before it's delivered to them because uh, we don't know who we're doing, you know, until, until we get, we've got the information and we, and we cut the picture and we have it ready. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's a process. We don't, nobody ever sees it until we take it out and display it at different events. Uh, so if you guys are interested in this or if you have any family members that have been in the military and you would like to do this make sure you go to patriotplax.net they have pictures on the websites and uh honestly i'm right now staring at their display and we're at this outdoor show with uh, what they say 450 tables here and honestly it's one of the most beautiful displays that we have here and i'm very proud to have you on the show i appreciate it very much i promise I promise you I will help get the word out about this because it's because like I said I got tons of military in my family and for what you do my hat's off to you and I can greatly appreciate it well listen we really appreciate you stopping and talking to us and um, and you 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 really um, the the enthusiasm that you feel about the pictures we would love to see everybody have that enthusiasm not only that, we'd love to see everybody waving the flag high and, and, and understanding what America is all about. And hopefully that'll happen. I will do my best to get the word out about Patriot Plaques. And I uh, just want to say thank you once again. I do greatly appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon sometime. I'll see you down the road. Thanks. See ya. That is Patriot Plaques, folks. It's a really cool story. It's a really cool thing. That they got that they got going on over there. I didn't get a lot of time with him because he wanted to spend a lot of time next to his booth because he didn't want to miss anybody. It was really cool. We were going to do this interview the first day, but people were swarming. The place was packed, and he had a lot of visitors at his booth, so I'm really happy about that. I'm nowhere near upset that I didn't get to interview him the first day because he got a lot of people asking questions about what he does, and he was able to get some info from people. So, Scott Teller, thank you very much. Folks, if you have military in your family, if you know somebody who has lost somebody, or if you yourself have lost somebody, there are ways to still pay homage to these people, and there are ways to still pay our... There are still ways to pay our respects to these people after they're gone. And I think it's a wonderful thing. Very pleased... I'm very happy that somebody thought of this idea. It's such a brilliant idea. It really is. And there is a GoFundMe page for this. And unfortunately, I don't have... I did so much research trying to find it on GoFundMe so I could present it to everybody. But if you guys would like to shoot an email to Mr. Teller, 
commenting on what he does, thanking him for what he does. I'm going to put the email in the description for the show, so make sure you look at it. That was Patriot Plax. Awesome guy. Awesome company. Hats off to you. God bless you, my friend. So I got to kick myself in the butt just a little bit. Go ahead, Todd. Tell the world why you're a bonehead. I'm pretty much a bonehead because last episode, man, I was riding high. I was talking about how good I was doing in fantasy hockey on Fandle. And I'm telling you what, I, it was true. I couldn't lose. I was I did six days in a row. I was I made money. I freaking killed it. But man, oh man, right before I hit submit to publish this, this was on my mind more than how good I thought the show would be just because I was on this hot streak. I was thinking, man, I'm going to jinx myself. Darn it, I'm going to jinx myself. But I just had to do it. It was funny what I put on there. And it's true, I jinxed myself. I haven't made money. I've placed in every tournament. I've placed in tournaments every day that I've played, but I've never gotten my money back. Whether it was a dollar short or two dollars short or five dollars short, I just haven't come out ahead since then. So, Todd, what are you? You're a bonehead. Bonehead? Pitchers and catchers and spring training has finally started. My favorite time of the year is coming up. Major League Baseball, guys. I want to know who your favorite teams are. Let me know. Shoot me an email on the Toddcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on the Twitter. T.O. on the Toddcast is my Twitter name. Make sure you hit me up. Make sure you check it out. Guess what, y'all? We're now on Facebook. I know I said that already, but I'm saying it again. Make sure you come on out. Hit me up on Facebook, ask me questions, post on the Facebook page if you'd like. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. This show is fun. This show is about having fun, y'all. If you haven't noticed that I have fun when I do this, then you need to listen to something else because it should be pretty obvious to you. And if you don't get it, well, I'm sorry. This is my show. Pitchers and catchers are here. New York Yankees baseball is here. Pittsburgh Pirates baseball is here. You now know my favorite National League team. And you now know my favorite American League team. Grew up in a Yankee family. Pretty much in my family, if you don't like the Yankees, we're going to get rid of you. So basically, for all you haters out there, quit hating on my Yankees. And quit hating on me for liking the Yankees. And quit hating on me for loving the Yankees. You know what? Just because my parents raised me right and yours didn't, doesn't mean you need to hate on other people, all right? Come on over, jump on over. Jump to the winning side. Feel what it's like to be a winner. Although it's been quite a long time. Man, I can't believe seven years since we've won this thing. We got to get back to it. Come on, boys. I was having this conversation with my Uncle Tony, who I did interview in the first episode, talking about the Yankees, and he was talking about Chase Hudley. Let me tell you something about Chase Hudley. He was, he was kind of defending him. Chase Hudley, back in my playing days, I had the privilege of playing against Matt Adams, who is the first baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals. Hope he stays healthy this year. Always nice to see a guy from back home make it to the big leagues and uh, actually produce. He's having had a couple injuries here the past few years, but hopefully things will get better for him. Hopefully he'll have a dynamic year. Hopefully he'll have a standout year. Matty, good luck to you, my friend. And Devin Miserocco, I played against him. Went to Punxsutawney High School in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. You know, Punxsutawney Field. Yes, that Punxsutawney. Starting catcher for the St. 
for the Cincinnati Reds, pretty awesome. A 2014 All Star, so hopefully things will hopefully things will stay on track for these guys. Pretty sweet. Hopefully everything works out for them. Hopefully their seasons go well. Stay healthy, boys. Make home proud. Professional, professional, professional wrestling. wrestling. Who else is excited that Shane O'Mac? Here comes the money, 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 money is back. Who else is excited? I know I'm excited. Not really sure about the whole scenario on the Undertaker. I would kind of prefer him to actually wrestle a wrestler, not someone who hasn't wrestled in, what, 14 years, roughly? Wrestled in roughly 14 years? It's in Texas. It's the biggest WrestleMania of all time, like they say every year, but literally it will be this time. Finally, they're getting something right. So, I want to see The Undertaker wrestle someone credible. Someone who's going to give him a match. Now, let me tell you something. I don't mean that in any disrespect to Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, when he wrestled, he was freaking phenomenal. I don't see how anybody could ever say that they did not enjoy watching Shane wrestle. I did. And I love this sport so much. He was good. But why now? Why The Undertaker? Oh, that's right, because they don't have anybody, because everybody's hurt, everybody has some garbage angle, the New Day will be taking up time from somebody, this is just ridiculous, but I'm happy to see him back, I'm actually happy to see him wrestle, he's 40-something now, it's kind of, I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to go, he's going to, it's cool because Shane McMahon, in his time there, as an on-air personality, made enough impact where he himself, just being here, will draw tickets. Not just because The Undertaker, but he will put butt every 18 inches. That's fascinating to me. How do people ever dog on wrestling when somebody who's been gone for roughly 14 years can come back and sell tickets? And he wasn't even a wrestler. People don't understand and people don't appreciate what these people do. And it drives me up a wall. I'm so excited for WrestleMania. Not excited to see the New Day go out and waste 15 to 20 minutes on the WrestleMania stage. I can't I can't get behind these guys. I don't think they're funny. I think it's garbage. I want to see wrestling. Vinny Mac. Vincent K. McMahon. Please give me and the guy listening and the female listening and the kids listening the grandpa's listening please give us more wrestling i would love to do and if somebody could do the research for this and email to me there might be a prize for you find out when the last raw started where they weren't talking at the beginning where raw started and boom it was just an immediate match remember watching superstars or shotgun saturday night growing up do you remember that they would come out, say, say they were watching WCW and Gary Michael Capetta was out there. And the moment that the show started, somebody was walking to the ring. Or if it was a job or a jabroni, they were already in the ring. See, this I want to see wrestling. I understand you have to talk. I understand you have to try to sell. But what happened to selling stories through what they do in the ring what happened to being a heel what happened to a run in somebody i don't understand creative the past 
15 years, it drives me up a wall. I don't like it. And Vinnie Mac, I hope you're listening. Because you got an anger fan, a very dedicated fan, a network buyer. Come on now. Come on, man. Hey, you over there? Yes, you. Todd has breaking news. This weekend, I will be at the Jaffa Shrine in Altoona, Pennsylvania, doing an interview with the lovely Allison Roberts from Winchester Archery's Whitetail Frenzy, which you can find on the Pursuit channel. How about it, guys? We got our first TV star coming on the show. Pretty awesome, pretty exciting. How sweet is that? Make sure you guys look her up on Instagram, Allison Roberts. Her Facebook is probably full. Don't bother her there. Go check her out on Instagram, guys. She posts great stuff. To me, Allison Roberts is like the sweetheart of the outdoor industry. It's going to be pretty funny. I'm really excited to hear the interview after I do it because I have a central PA accent. She has a thick Kentucky accent. It's going to be a major contrast of styles. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. She's a legit awesome person. And I've had this idea of starting this podcast way back in June or July. But I needed some newer equipment. Finally, I got it. And she was the first person I asked to have on the show. And she lives in Kentucky. I live here in Central PA, Maryland then. But now she's actually coming up for the show here. Uh, Her and her Winchester Archery Waitell Frenzy family are going to be at the outdoor show. And I'm going to go up and finally I'm going to have a female on this show that is going to knock your socks off. I promise you. She is a... She is a very cool chick and even a better hunter and an unbelievable person. She's a great mother. Awesome. Excited to have her here. That is the big news. Come on. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you follow Allison Roberts on Instagram. You will not be disappointed. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me this week. Every Friday, I will try to get it out. Sometimes I just can't. Every now and then, it's a Saturday. But you got to bear with me. Download the app, and it will automatically show up on your phone when it's updated. Make sure you download. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. T.O. on the Todd. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. T.O. on the Toddcast. Hit us up on Facebook. We finally got a Facebook page. You got to say it again. Todd on the phone and Toddcast on Facebook. On the Toddcast at gmail.com. Hit me up, guys. See what's up. Can't wait to hear from you. Till next time. Good night now. Thank you for listening. The attendance was off the charts. Tune in next time to Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast. Thank you and good night.